0: Welcome to Views from the Porch, a podcast where we explore what it looks like to survive and thrive in your young adult years. Each week, we talk about the biggest challenges facing young adults today and how to overcome them from God's word based on our weekly experience in leading thousands of young adults at the porch. For more info on the porch, visit ThePorch.Live. Thank you for joining.
1: What's up, guys? This is David. I am joined digitally with Mrs. Elena Haas. Hey, guys. And of course, the one and only J.D. Rogers. What's up? And we have got some fun and exciting stuff today, a continuation of last week's podcast, which is
2: about what, JD? It is about cultural dating versus Christian dating. And I agree. We, we found ourselves getting so worked up about, we kind of went on this rabbit trail last episode that we were like, guys, we got we to gotta keep going because I think, I think people really do are in in christian culture at least are asking these questions totally and i think a lot of our views are going okay i'm a christian or i'm new to the faith or i've been in this game for a while i'm ready to date and how do i do that and what does that look like and why does it seem so serious and so here's kind of let me set it up for you david Here, paint the picture that i feel the tension in christian dating versus cultural dating in Normal society and culture, dating is something that's very casual. It's like I could go out on the weekend and walk out with a Tuesday date, a Thursday dinner, and a friday coffee i don't I have never personally done that. I don't have that kind of game, but oh, we know I think that is something that's like because it's that casual. It's like I'm just getting and I'm communicating that I'm getting to know you, yep, however. Christian culture, here's what it kind of says. Like you hear these messages kind of like, you need to be intentional. You need a date to marry. You need to not just date to date. And what that can cause is almost like this really long thought out interview process where you're like, before I show any romantic interest in this girl, I need to make sure that she is legit, that she is wifey material, that she is the one for me. Yeah. And it causes this like, there's no movement because you're always going to find it's probably something in that interview process that doesn't meet your spiritual standards totally so how
0: Uh, okay yeah yeah. another part of that though is i also think it's especially hard for people who become christians or like start following christ later in life to where they've already dated a certain way um they dated like the world would date or like culture would tell them to date and like you know casual about you know, purity and all of that. Okay. And then you become a Christian and you're like, how do I relearn what it looks like to date? Because everything I used to do is not right anymore. Like it's not biblical. It's not what Mm -hmm. I want to do. It's not how I would follow Christ, but I kind of have to unlearn everything I used to do when it comes to dating.
2: From the Christian guy perspective, you become a Christian. You dated a certain way. You pursued women a certain way you go into the church world, you go to the average Christian girl, you do your thing like you used to. And she goes, Hey, I didn't feel like you guarded my heart. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. I didn't what? Totally. And she's like, I'm a Proverbs 31 woman and you need to guard my heart. Sorry. I'm not making fun of what yeah, right. i saying. I, n- I know that
0: from experience for me is like when I, you know, I dated the wrong way. I dated like the world dated and then I became a, I started following Christ and started having to relearn everything it's very different of how you would show interest you know you like you're very more there. you just put yourself out there more you and it's them. like you come it's up, just chill like, how are doing? it's not a big deal and then you're like wait like you start overthinking like i don't want to be too forward i don't want to control mm-hmm. the situation i want god to choose my husband i don't want to have to choose him and all this thing. it just gets so complicated it's a mess so let's talk about it
2: Dude, let's go off. talk
1: about go it go off man um I think dating, a Christian dating, can we all get on the same page here? Like Christian dating in the in the short term is way harder than cultural dating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cultural dating in the long term is way harder in okay, terms of like yeah. consequences, <laughs> pain, stuff yeah. that is messed yeah. up. I hate the fact that, you know. I am living with someone who I don't even really like and now um, I've made decisions I never thought I'd like. In the short term, Christian dating is way harder and candidly, I think it's harder on the guys and the girls. For yeah. girls, I feel it because in the world, they have a lot more power, it seems like, and that, that, now we're going to get in trouble for saying that, but in the world, they're like, oh, look, I just wear this really short skirt and I'm pulling my shirt down and, and I'm getting attention from guys and I get them to buy me drinks and then I'm getting to use my body as bait basically and that gets guys to kind of give me attention and possibly hook up a relationship and I know how to play the strings and I know how to get him to do what I want. And the guy, in the same way, provides the same things where he can play the game and try to be mysterious and try to do the things that, you know, culture has fed into the minds of girls that they should be looking for and he's the tough guy and, you know, he's cool and he drives the right car. And those are the things that matter most. And it's harder on both the or it's easier in some ways on the guy and the girl and then you come into the christian world and the girl is like wait what i'm supposed to just wait and try to be godly and have a guy ask me out and the guy's like wait i have to actually communicate intentionally share my feelings and share what i'm feeling and share (laughs) where this is going versus just being like what's up girl you want to come hang with me and i have to actually like put myself out there all of that is not that fun and exciting But it is a recipe for protecting you from pain in the long term, for providing you and establishing a foundation that leads to the type of marriage that you want to have someday. There's a pastor that said this one time that I thought was like so gold, where he was like, you want the type of marriage, ultimately everyone wants this type of marriage that is like boring TV. The type of marriage that most people want to have, you don't want to have a TV show made of you where there's like scandal and you slept with the neighbor and she did this. You want the type where you come home, you love each other, you care for one another, you ask about how your day was, you're praying together, you're, you're, Protecting your relationship above any other relationship other than the one with God and that it's not as sensational as, you know, sex in the city is. That's the type of marriage that most people want in the long term. And, you know, the short term, it's like it can be more exciting to play the game. And, yeah, I'm still talking to him, but I've got my options open and all of that seems fun in the short term but in the long run is really dysfunctional ends to a place where ends up at a place you don't want to be. And the inverse is true as it relates to Christian dating. It is super challenging. And sometimes I feel like in the church we minimize or we don't at least acknowledge. Yeah, it's it's a dramatic shift. I mean, you're going from night to day shift when you talk about the difference between worldly dating and cultural dating. But if you follow the principles in scripture and you step up, you preserve purity. You communicate and consider the needs of the other person more than yourself. You don't play the game. Uh, you actually try to do what God calls you to do as it relates to having relationships, especially romantic ones. It leads in the long term, even though it's hard in the short term, to a better future. It's like almost like, dude, there's something about our world that I feel like this will preach. So, uh, okay. Things that are hard and everything hard in the short term, um, often things that are hard in the short term are great in the long term. Mm-hmm. And so many things that are, great in the short term or terrible in the long term. That's so true. You know, like anything dieting or health or anything that's like, man, this stinks right now, but it's beneficial long term. And then the inverse is true where it's like, man, this is awesome right now. Um, you know, the simplest versions would be like healthy eating and the short term is not as fun. Long term it ladders. And like, you know, cocaine use. It's really fun for a day, but over the long term, there's some significant consequences that come with it. <laughs> yeah. So yep. it's a yeah. principle almost woven into the world. And as it relates to Christian dating, I think one of the best things to just acknowledge is, yeah, it is a pretty dramatic shift and yet it is worth it in the long run. And it doesn't always feel like it's worth it. And it can feel like, um, just so foreign. But if you will learn to do that, it's going to set you on the path, no matter what your past history is of dating, what your past relationship, because all three of us, um, I think, would say, at least I would, and I know Elena would, have had (laughs) past relationships we're not proud of, where we didn't handle them right, where we worldly dated.
0: Thank you, David.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and uh, and I mean a lot. Wow. There was a lot. No, I'm (laughs) totally kidding. But you know what I'm saying? Like where it's like, man, that was a foolish and it was easy in the short term, but it was a waste of time. And I I live with regret to this day and sexual sin and past and stuff. And then on the inverse, when you do it right, it's not as easy. And sometimes it's even, it, it is generally harder, but in the long term, it's worth it.
0: I think people listening may be wondering exactly what we mean by Christian dating. Like maybe even explain some of those things that, we're talking about when we say Christian dating, which I think some of them, for example, David are like dating impurity, being intentional, like all of those.
1: Yep. Things. Date for the purpose of marriage versus the world. Maybe we just go through in uh, yeah. Christian dating, you date for the purpose of marriage and worldly dating. You date because you're bored.
2: Also, can we clarify dating? <laughs> just to even take a step further. Yeah. I, when I hear dating, I think personally, I don't think boyfriend, girlfriend exclusive. Yeah. I think the stage where you are, looking at a girl that you're like, I think I could be interested in you and like this could be something. Will you go on a date with me? Yep. But that means that you also could meet another girl the next week. That's totally. dating to me.
1: Yeah, I, I think uh, in Christian, man, um, I think in Christian dating, and maybe this will flesh out and answer that, in Christian dating, you're dating a person for the purpose of moving possibly towards marriage. Mm-hmm. In worldly dating, you're really dating for selfish reasons. And by that, I mean, like, you may be dating for sex. You may be dating because you're bored. You may be dating because they're just attractive and you don't really have much else to do. And that would be an inverse. And worldly dating, okay, go jump. Elena?
0: But I would say sometimes people could be like, oh, I'm not a Christian. I'm dating someone. And I do want to marry them.
1: Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And there was so times... It's not
0: always, so it's not always that way. It's not always... Um, yeah, I'm dating for selfish reason just because I find them attractive and I want to have sex. Like sometimes it's like you're dating in a worldly way in a not Christian way, but you are hoping to get married.
1: Yeah. Y- yes. Okay. Which could lead to another one of typically in Christian dating or not even typically it should be in t- Christian dating. You're protecting purity. You're pursuing that. You're not having sex together. You see marriage and sex is something that go together like peanut butter and jelly. Singleness and sex don't go together. And, that would be Christian dating, versus in cultural yeah. or worldly dating, it's like sex is something that is really just not that big of a deal with just hooking up, and uh, you know sometimes I for sure we're for sure having sex before we even define the relationship or before anything happens. Yeah, you got to see if yeah yeah yeah, yeah Let and alone in worldly marry. dating,
0: sex is a way to like express love towards one another. From, yes, from that perspective.
1: Yep, that old adage of like worldly dating, girls give sex to get love. Guys give love to get sex. so But there's still forms in which they're using one another, I think, to get something out of each other. Even if it's like, man, I want to be married someday. If they're unwilling to pursue purity, if they're unwilling to um, move the relationship down the field, they're just protecting their self-interest, which by definition is selfishness. So right. I think Christian dating also, I don't, uh, man, I'm trying to think of a verse for this, but I think it's true naturally is shorter. Like worldly dating, um, I've got family members that have been engaged for like eight years. That is insane to me. Mm. Insane. And Christian dating is like, uh, we have people on our staff that they've been, they got married after eight weeks Because when you do it right, you're like, dude, I don't want to, I want to have, I want to consummate this marriage and move towards that. And typically just Christian dating is shorter and worldly dating is longer. There is no bookend because it's just kind of for fun. I'm not really concerned about, you know, any collateral damage that is created here. I'm just getting some of my emotional needs and sexual needs met. Um,
2: What else would y'all say? Well, here's the thing. I think as someone who is um, going to be dating in the Christian culture, Eventually, I think the tension that you feel though in the Christian culture side of things is it can almost create crazy, unrealistic expectations Yep. that the expectations are just so different. And so when you're talking about dating to marry now, dating has this crazy, it almost has like marriage, like it has so much marriage emphasis. It's like, this could be the person that it's, you know, everyone, everyone says date to marry. But then they also say, hey, you only get one pick. So pick right. <laughs> choose right. Who and says so you it's, only get one pick? Yeah, who says you only get one pick? What do you mean? Like, like you only get one mm, person to marry? Yes. Yeah, of course. So well, it's like, yeah. hey, so it's, so it's like pick well. Choose right. Yep. Like, and so what that does, is, it's like, oh my gosh, what if I, I got to pick right? And so yep. what if, she, what if she's not, she kind of laughed weird. Like this sound I mean, I'm being extreme <laughs> but i'm saying like do i really want to hear that laugh for the rest of my life totally. and, and you're on your first dinner you know it's like how do you when you're dating to marry the in and, and they're, they're adding emphasis like hey dude you get one shot you know yeah. pick the right one pick your partner pick your helper yeah. all those things it it almost creates this like tunnel vision that is like spotting every like eh, eh. and <laughs> so like it can create almost anxiety and spiritual expectations that are just super unrealistic. Yeah. I think there's something really healthy about that.
1: <laughs> like, in other words, I think it can overcorrect and it can be too intense, but I think there's something really healthy about the person going, hey, I want to be really thoughtful about who I enter into this lifelong commitment with. So it's hard to get both of those. We should do a podcast, man. We're getting all kinds of (laughs) chain reactions from here on chemistry. And I know we've done one already, but I do think there is um, that we could have a longer dialogue about things like that where, uh, you know, you're like, hey, if I don't enjoy being around this person and their laugh annoys me and this annoys me, should I enter into marriage with them? Um, just because they're a godly person. Like, we should talk about that. But I do think there's something healthy about the Christian perspective that is like, hey, do I want to be around that laugh for the rest of my life? Or do I want to be around this person? Is this something that I want to bring in and I want to be for the rest of the rest, committed to and in a covenant, the Bible says, with. And so I think it's, it's a... There's pluses, the the pluses outweigh the negatives, but that is one of the things where you have to, you are put at the forefront like, hey, this is, I'm playing for keeps. In the world, it's another difference. Cultural dating, you're just playing for fun. And Christian dating, it's like, dude, we're playing for keeps. You're not playing Monopoly anymore, you're playing the stock market. You're playing an actual thing and there are actual ramifications for it. And I think there's something healthy inside of the perspective of someone who goes, man, as I evaluate the characteristics, I want to question which characteristics they have that are just me being shallow, like like a laugh, like God either changed my heart or I need yeah. to move on. And which characteristics I, um, I'm going, I don't know if I, I think they're the type of person that I want to spend my life with. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, then let me also say this. Uh, here's, what I f- here's the tension I feel. Not only am I doing that to the girl, but I now think, wow, if she's a godly girl in Christian dating, she's doing that to me. What that thing can create is for me to feel like I am entering into an interview where I have to, what people can misperceive is like I must now enter in as displaying that I am a godly man of character to the point of that. I'm not actually being a broken human who needs Jesus. And there's this period of like in the dating, it's like you're trying to show your Christian look like, look at me. I promise I'm legit card that can create false expectations that you to upkeep and finally you can't be that forever. And they're like, wait, this isn't the person I dated. Like what happened to you? Mm -hmm. So I just want to say that as a reminder that what I, what I try to keep on the forefront of my mind is like, Hey, what this means is that you're not entering in to prove that you're a Christian to prove that you're godly. It's to, it's to let the gospel, like it should an area, every area of your life, the gospel should lead out in your dating of like, Hey, when you're doing this serious, like I'm way more quick now, as I've gotten more serious about this to say, Hey, here's some of my flaws. Here's some of my weaknesses. It's not just like, here's the good godly, here's my dreams and my passions for the Lord. It's like, Hey, by the way, here's some things that I've learned about myself that, or here's my hurts, my hangups, all that stuff that I think sometimes people can set expectations that are too high on them but also on themselves that yep. they're never gonna accomplish. Which further illustrates
1: and emphasizes, Christian dating is hard, yeah. but it's worth it. Like everything you just said there, if you just culturally date, man, you just never think about that. You literally think, how can I get them in bed, right. or how can I you know, get them to pay drinks, or how can I get their attention? And um, and Christian dating is hard but it is worth it and it honors God and the Bible calls us to live lives with such purity that others around us look at us and they wonder at how even the way that we interact with people of the opposite sex is conformed or is being uh, led by the spirit of God and uh, so I think you're doing it right when you're asking those questions and it is hard. In the short term, it is way better in the long term and the inverse is true with cultural dating.
2: Yeah, I think it's interesting. You kind of flip the script and like you're telling, you're telling, you're asking questions like that. And I think sometimes girls could even be like, wow, this guy's going way too, like this is our first date. Yep. It's like, no, that's almost like a good sign. Totally. It's, you said it, it's like if it's uncomfortable, you're probably doing it right, which I love that thought. Uh, can I ask one more question? Come that, on, that sparked this last episode, and, yep. and I think the porch is uniquely a great blend where we see cultural dating collide with Christian dating, where we have both people trying to do in the room. Yeah, yeah. What that can create for a guy like me, let's say I walk out into the town center. And I see this girl and it's like slow motion. It's like clockwork where she's laughing with a group of girls. And I'm like, hubba hubba, like, who are you? (laughs) And I like, I'm going to walk up. And I, what I would think, because back in the day, you know, Okay, here's what I'll say. Christian dating, here's almost the tactic. You try to find as many friends as you can that you try to like check if she's legit. And you're like, hey, who is this girl? Is she legit? Let me go to her Instagram and see if she's posting bikini pictures for all the world to see. Let me go to Facebook and see what, if she goes out and parties on the weekend and all these different things. Well, back in the day, you didn't have that. So you had to almost just take the risk and then learn along the way. Would you say that wisdom would say, hey, no, you should get as much intel as you can on this person before you even ask them to go to dinner or would you say no it's it's you can go to ask to dinner you're the leader and ask the right questions that can set both of you up for success yeah i don't know that i would ever ask somebody out just because
1: i was attracted to them like in here here's where uh, you're going to push back or break down a little bit <laughs> i would hope that i would have some other data p data point of information like Hey, um, one I wouldn't ask anybody else cuz I'm married happily and my wife okay. is amazing.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> okay. I talk about it some more. Yeah, that's um, implied. Callie, David. are you listening? Yeah, she is. Boo. <laughs>
2: hey, Coming queen. Home.
1: Um, but I would I would try to collect other data points that at least gave me something that I knew I wasn't wasting my time and wasting her time. Because you're right, at the ports, I mean, dude, there's a, there's a the spectrum of people that come to the porch are yeah. all across the board in terms of... Which um, we love. Yeah, which we love. And so I would be hesitant unless I knew somebody that knew her. I was We ran in the same friend group, or she at least ran kind of a friend group that I was connected with, and somebody spoke highly of her character. I saw her mm-hmm. doing something that gave me a data point that went, oh, man, I think that girl loves Jesus. So that would be my opinion, is I would try to date a known commodity, and I would not ask, and I'm... I'm this is where I'm venturing into, I think wisdom would say, Mm -hmm. but if somebody disagrees, you know, that's fine. I would not ask out a girl strictly because she was walking by and I liked her figure or I liked the way that she looked because, right. I I mean, I just don't know. It's deceptive and yes, totally. The qualities I'm looking for, I'm, I'm borderline going to waste my time. Yeah. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be attracted to the person you want to date or that that doesn't matter or God didn't make us with eyeballs that see people I'm just saying I would be hesitant to just straight up walk up to somebody and say, "Man, you fine, girl." You know what's even more fine? Nah, I I think it's blind. like
2: I don't want to go too far on this, but I think it's like it doesn't I'm not necessarily saying like they're that kind of attractive. Blonde hair, makeup, like the outfit, whatever. I'm more so saying sorry, like, sorry to all the brunettes out there. <laughs> I'm saying like what whatever society would say like, you know what I'm saying? What I'm saying is like I it's just and I don't think you have an exact answer for this, but I think that everyone's like, it should be casual. Like quit putting so much. That's like one of the messages you're hearing. Yep. It's like Christians chill out and just ask a girl to dinner. Yep. But then and when you start to implement these things, it's almost like, oh, I'm doing this because it's not just casual.
0: And honestly, JD, I think really godly people that you asked would both land on different places. I'm sure there's scripture that you could use like wisdom principles that could back up both. Um, so, at the end of the day, a lot of it, I do believe, comes down to like discernment and just knowing your heart behind it. And if, yeah, if you are just like picking out a girl because, which I know you're not saying that, but it, it was your example of like if you're yeah, picking yeah. out a girl because she's just because she's attractive and now you're interested to go on a date, like that's different yeah. than other scenarios. So, I do think it, you we all want it to be black and white and and easy, but that's the thing about Christian dating is it's not black and white. It's not easy. Everything is case by case. Everything is like having to use your discernment and having community around you to help you make those decisions. So you're not making them in isolation. Um, And just so much that goes into it of also praying about it, like the basics, you know, like everything else in the Christian life.
1: I think what I'm saying, Elena, is that especially at a place like the porch um, where there are lots, the thousands of, you know, attractive guys and girls, not all of them love Jesus. And even if they have a Bible, that doesn't mean that they love Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so you just gotta be careful. So just as careful as the guy needs to be in asking a girl, the girl needs to be in like saying, I'm going to, I'm going to let this guy have my time and you have no idea. And so it's just safer. Is it, uh, there's tons, there's pastors who are, who are friends of our ministry, who are famous within the Christian world That are like, oh, I I walked into Whole Foods and there was my wife. And man, I was like, hey, honey, I'd love to take you on a date. Like that, you're absolutely right. Godly people would disagree or have stories that would at least disagree. I'm just saying I'd be cautious on dating somebody who you don't know anything about other than you like the way that they look. That's good. Boom. All right. Next up, we are going to be interviewing some candidates for JD's <laughs> love life, Stop. and uh, we will take some live phone calls here oh from gosh,
0: Beverly, so first time hard. caller,
1: long time listener. That's uh, no, not at all true. <laughs> Anyways, we love you guys. If there's any way we can serve you, email us at live and we will see you next time on another episode of Views from the Porch.